What's up guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Papa G's house. It's good to have you. Uh, funny episode this week. We get cut off. Thank you, Escom. But hope you guys enjoy the show. We get cut off a little bit towards the end, but we'll see you next week. Peace. Back in your lives, in your ears and in your face. Welcome to another episode of Papa Jesus. I think it's like episode 103 or something to that effect. Uh, before we get started, always please subscribe to Papa G's house if you can, if you like the content. If you don't, hey, it's all good. Um, like the video, drop a comment, all that jazz, but looking forward to a good episode. Today, we've got the usual co-host. Artur Carlos Diego Pejero III. Away, massacant. Away. And then we've got our good old friend, Jared Ronnie Ronenberg. What up, Jared's yo? world joining us for this episode. We have so much fun with you that we always just keep bringing you back, dude. Bro, all the time. You know, let's go. Let's it's like go. he's a regular or something. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, if you're available and if, if you want to be a part of the pod, you just give us a shout at, or we give you a shout and... It's all and over you, by and the you have to say yes, and then there we go. Yeah, exactly, dude. I mean, it's, uh, it's great to have you back on the show. Always, thanks, bro. bro. It's always good to be I back. I mean, banter for days. I mean, we yes, we came off quite a hefty weekend. Yo. What we, happened? Well, we were both at a wedding. Our boy Alex Williamson uh, yeah. got, got married to Kay. Congratulations. Um, um, congratulations to the newlyweds. It's, uh, it was a fantastic wedding. I've been harboring so much stress. Because I was the best man and I had to think for two, three weeks before, before the time about my speech. <laughs> and that best man speech is stressful, dude. And I hadn't met the majority of his family. You know, you don't really know the crowd sometimes. And, you know, when writing your speech, you got to be a little bit, you know, careful. <laughs> um, I just remember being one of the best men at Ramon's wedding. Dude, and, that and speech. And that speech that I made was hilarious. Dude, maybe you can even pull up a little snippet of it. Uh, because <laughs> it was, like, yo, um, just, I mean, I think the first word was fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah. Do you remember? yeah dude it was great i mean then you got that thing on video maybe we should release it as a separate video on the channel just to like <laughs> you gotta check that speech out because i must wicked. say that you flipping killed the speech though it was great oh, thanks, it was dude. funny and you look good in terms of like speaking you didn't look nervous and it went down well dude so. i couldn't i couldn't read the paper because <laughs> my hand was shaking so hard i did see that you put it down at their table do you get you nervous with public speaking I get, I mean, dude, I get nervous before every podcast. Ah. Like, I, I, get, I get nervous. I'm just, uh, I don't know. It's because, I mean, I hold myself to a high, I try to hold myself to a high standard at least. I don't always. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, with stuff like that, and, and if you've got a crowd of 50 people looking, watching you speak, I'm, I want to try and do the best possible job ever and also try and make it awesome for the groom and the bride and all that kind of stuff. So it's a lot of stress. And in saying that, I've I've got a frozen neck, dude. Also, I wore a tie, so it, like it makes me feel because I got this thick ass neck. Don't get, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Why but, why does it feel like I'm missing? Uh, this is a, yeah, it's an old Explain. inside joke. You can you can tell him. He used to tell us uh, back in the day that he had a, a, a tall neck, so we called him the giraffe for a while, and now it's just rhino neck. Yeah, I got that thick neck, dude. Also. Wearing a tie, uh, it's shit. like for everybody else wearing a tie, it's cool because they 
are able to put that back bit behind in the little sleeve that it's meant for me the things this because <laughs> oh, i've got a thick neck and oh. i've got a long torso and uh yeah so like wearing a tie i've always got i'm it's like i'm wearing a a crochet what are you what are those things called i don't know oh yes those things what yeah because because it's not a tie there's always this thing crevasse. hanging crevasse, crevasse, yeah. crevasse like uh that yeah whatever hanging to the side so I'm like, yeah, oh, dude, it was a disaster. And then eventually I just took the tie off and I was like... Oh, I guess it didn't help that I chirped you a few times about the tie being so short. And then I, I No, just, the tie wasn't <laughs> short. It wasn't no, I mean, it was short on you. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the top part at yeah. least. Yeah, jeez, man. Because, I mean, I, I don't like wearing a tie that goes yeah. halfway down your torso. I don't torso. think anyone likes wearing a tie like that. Well, some people do. It was weird. I, I mean, I... No, no, I'm not going to mention any <laughs> names. But not, 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 nothing from this weekend. But, like, I know I was... He, uh, he was putting on a tie, this specific person. And I was like, dude, aren't you going to make your tie longer? He's like, no, I like it like this. I was <laughs> like, well, okay. well, in, well, you know, now we're getting into fashion advice here, but from what I could see from the GQ magazines that I did have, where I learned how to do the Windsor knot. Oh yeah. There we go. It's like, if you the tip of your ties got to meet just by where your belt buckle is. Exactly. Correct. That, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. That, some I mean, people like it having flapping yeah. against their knob or whatever. Yeah, isn't that common knowledge? Yeah, it should be. Exactly. I mean, Or maybe I'm, more people should read GQ then. Well, this was GQ when it was actually GQ. Yeah. Now it's just a yeah, like a scandal rag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just like breaking news. Yeah. Kim Kardashian yeah. has changed her name to Kim Yay West. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, yeah, it's crazy. But... Um, we oh you see we we waited too we waited, waited too, long. too long we had what we had done is is we had thrown these glasses in the freezer only to test uh this week's beer of the week but we obviously took too long but with that being said this is a little segment we like to call beer of the week so yes this week, <laughs> yeah that one so what did you get <laughs> what did one? you get um so this week it was actually one of the cheaper beers and and that wasn't the reason for me purchasing it uh-huh. it's <laughs> <laughs> what was that yeah. i don't know where that came from <laughs> um so uh, <laughs> come on um so this week i found these beers <laughs> sound like peter peter griffin <laughs> <laughs> pass it down pass okay it down. what is this hey bro hey bro hey bro hey bro Okay. And I don't know how you pronounce that, but I think that's Al Jas Lager. <laughs> yeah. Abro Lager. Al Jas Lager. Yes. I don't know. Use, no, maybe. No rainy days, always better together. Oh, yes. there we go. It's together. Oh. There we go. Who makes this? But look, there's a little... Remember that um, that animated movie Sausage Party? Uh, <laughs> there we go. There's there a little sausage yeah. up there, bro. So I don't know what that's all about. Oh, right, there we go. There's but it's quite a cool packaging and it's quite a cool name, don't you think? I do like this. It's got that old school tattoo kind of um, style, like the traditional tattoo yep. vibe. Take a, take a glass. Merci. So Merci is this, this, this is, is going to be important, hey? No, I don't think so. Think it's a brew. Listen, where else are oh, you going to get a brew from? Listen, man. This looks local. Yeah, this looks local. Dude. But, the, this, um, but all the ingredients are in... These glasses language. are still very cold. Why does it say abro.se? It's not South African. No. Look at the um, ingredients. It's all in, I don't know what language that is. 
Let's see. Where? So Balkan's Botten. Ah, fuck, it's beer. Who cares? Is that, it's not, I don't know. I'm not going to even. Okay, let's see if I get this right now. Okay, pour it flat. Oh. And there we go. And I just feed it up. That's how you. This is how we do it. Okay. Look at that. Boom. Okay, so A, bro, that's what it looks like. There we go. You can't really please see. Please cut that. This is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> please okay. leave, please leave it gonna in. It's going to stay in. It's going to stay in. Skull. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Skull, okay, well, I mean, we're a bit yeah. far, but skull. Okay, we're going to do a little mm. drive. Oh, look at him. He's... Mm. he's uh, so I had to get the moustache. This is, get this the, first is the Mike Cubic Scale rules right here. It doesn't smell like a normal beer. Mm-mm. It doesn't. Okay, cool. I'm going in. Like I'm going beer. in. Balls deep. That's what my mom said. Oh, wow. While we're drinking beer, you have to mention that. That's uh, Ooh. This is interesting. It's not bad. It's very easy drinking. But, yeah, let me just try it again. I can't pinpoint what it is about it. There's like, it's bitter, but there's also something sweet in there. Yo. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. There is definitely a a sweeter aftertaste there. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it tastes like a, like a, one of the SAB brewery. It's is. going flat pretty quick. Yeah, though. it is. I'm also quite upset with the the carbonation. Yeah, this. Is, I wonder how long this has been in the store for. Check the expiry yeah, check date. <laughs> no, no man, expiry you know date is many, fine. In, you know how many yeah. times we've done that on the show? I mean, what? Like, if anybody had to watch us, they think we're always drinking expired beer. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> it. I mean, like we had lockdown for I don't know how long, and the bunch yeah, of stores guess. have been having beer in their <coughs> fridges for I don't you know scuzzy. how long. Yeah, Muscozy. Uh, Muscozy. Oh my <laughs> again. The listeners must love that. But um, mm. yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it tastes like a no, like a lager, like just it, like a, this. To me, tastes like a, a like a normal kind of uh, beer you would get, like a lager, but it's got like a ten percent of a craft beer in it. it Definitely, there is a, there is a twang. An, over, yeah, yeah. Over, tone. overtone of something, which is yeah. nice and sweet, but the flatness is just killing me. Yeah, the flatness is, is definitely ruining the experience. But um, yeah, I, Mine's not that flat. It, it doesn't taste, I mean, it doesn't taste super bitter like a, like a normal lager. Yeah. So it's like, I would say 60% bitter of what you'd expect a beer to taste like. But there's also like a little bit of a sweetness once you've, you know, once, it's, once you've swallowed. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely drink it. Mm. I think if you wanted to go into craft beer stuff and you are still into your black label and whatever, this is a good starting point. This is like a starter craft. Do you know what this beer tastes like? What? Tastes like I want to do this. Go, 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 go. Hey, there we go. It's a, it, it kind of reminds me of a... Just a like better, a normal lager that... It tastes like a better version down. of Castle Light. So it's cost light with flavor. Mm. So yeah. it's that light. It's got a little bit. It's like that, but yeah. I wouldn't say like a cost light because cost light's not as like multi as this. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's 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 like a black drinking. label light. It just it tastes like kind of, a, yeah. There we go. It <laughs> yeah. basically tastes like a normal beer to me. Okay. It's a black label light, bro. Yeah, got, hey, bro. I've got my yeah black label light. That that's pretty much best. Okay, out of ten, what would you give it, Jay? 
out of ten. I thought we were going out of five. No, you out, out, out of ten. Oh, I'm out of ten. We have to get the ten out of our two. I will go. <laughs> I'm going to go for five. All right, so like middle of the road. Yeah, kind middle. Of five. Very. It's nice, easy drinking. Yeah. I could definitely have more than one. Mm-hmm. Um, if I would give it a little bit more, if it was carbonated, mm-hmm. whether it's the beer or if it's old. Mm-hmm. But it's nice and easy, and yeah, nothing special, nothing disappointing. Cool. Yeah. You two, go two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, this is very middle of the road kind yeah. of thing. It's nothing offensive. There's nothing bad about it. There's nothing amazing about it. It just tastes like a, a beer. Yeah. So you gave it a two and a half. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a three. Oh wow. Okay. Because I actually quite like it. So five also especially when i down the rest of it mm, you get a lot of flavor I don't that, know. that's what i mean it's got something yeah you get an i've got a nice aftertaste mm. as well and that is definitely a beer that i can drink many yeah of. yeah it so would be cool for a party but but it doesn't blow my hair back no no and but you it's said something it i would drink a lot yeah. of and you said this wasn't too expensive for no, a no it wasn't expensive at all in the level of what in the level of craft beer. No, but like in, comparing to the prices of other beers, like say now Castle Light, is it the same, more, less? What? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's more. Okay. It's okay. more. Okay. Yeah, I'd be surprised I mean, if it was the same price. But I mean, mm. also... Yeah, look, I'm we, not going to talk about so the price. I'm yeah. not going to say the exact no. price on air because... No, I mean, no, no, 100%. Just, no, but so I mean, as I'm pretty sure it is imported from what I can see. So if it's... Cheap-ish. He also thought of trying to guess what kind of uh, 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 text it is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, no idea. Okay, so ours is a five and a half out of ten, and he gives it a five. Yeah, so kind of on the same page there. Nice one. So on the Mike Cubic scale, we'll have to update that at some stage. We we should get a nice graphic going where um, every single time we add a new beer, we'll show what previous beers we've done. Yeah, I'll work Um, on that one. You know, just just to show that we actually are recording because we have like we a leaderboard and stuff. Yeah, you know, like we do have a leaderboard. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's essentially oh, what nice. it is. I just, it's basically an Excel sheet at the moment. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> that's but also it is Excel sheet that shows the number one. Yeah. you know, the top score, which is cool. Um, but right. yeah, we're gonna have to figure out how to do that into some sort of graphic where we can show show the listeners, show the watchers, watchers, listeners. Who can? It's a if video it's, and yeah. audio podcast. If you want the audio, go to Spotify, Apple Music, and all that other shit. I would say if anybody out there wants to uh, assist us in creating a graphic for these videos, c- contact us. Contact us <laughs> before they Art's contact got you. Enough on his plate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, man, it is. I mean, that was a great beer. I must say. Must no, say. Not bad, not bad. Um, but what we were talking about uh, bef- before we we I noticed that the the glasses weren't chilled anymore. It's a weird one. Can't remember. Mm. Cut. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that was so funny. And I watched it back, and Cut. I still found it funny, even though it's like I was seeing it from a different angle. But it you check that, that I sent you a photo afterwards when I saw it on like I put on YouTube on the Apple TV. And then our thumbnail popped up. And then the thumbnail right next to was this band and the vocalist was on the thumbnail and you also had Freddie's glove. Oh, yes. And it was yeah, like, because the Halloween, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's wow. crazy. That is true. That is true. I'll, I'll try put up that picture here so you can see what I mean. <laughs> oh, must say, thank you everybody for tuning into the previous episode, our little Halloween sorta special where, <laughs> where 
uh, one person dressed did us up all a solid, but also the 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 pumpkin trick that that was that was awesome, dude. There was there was some good content in there, and we we got an uptick. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Everybody seems to be enjoying it. We're seeing more comments. We're seeing more likes on the videos. Yeah. So if if you like the content, like the video. And, and hit subscribe and then also hit us up at uh, at Gareth underscore PGH on uh, on Instagram and whatnot. What's what's your handle? Jared's World. Jared's World. There we go. We got. You. I wish just call you Jared's World. Your name's hella long, dude. For the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Ronenberg. Yeah, you don't have to say my full name. Yeah, I'll say no. Jared's World. Yeah. Let's go, Jared. Jared's World going forward. But I mean, you. you I love these shoes, dude. I've got three pairs of these. These but are the, these these aren't these aren't ones that I've seen. No, this is, I've got these are Cons ERX two sixties. I've got three pairs, three different colorways. The one that you've seen before was the canvas and leather one, which was mostly black, white, and red. This is the all leather with uh, black, and it's got purple and green and blue on it, as you can see in like the, the long tongue. Hornets colors. Yeah, and the other colorway I've got is the all white one, with uh, it's got uh, uh, blue and lime green and pink on it as well. And I, I really, that one's my favorite. Dude, they're so rad. They are yeah. so, so cool. cool. Actually, when you walked in, I saw them and I was like. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Jeez, you came fully decked out. I love the parental advisory explicit content. <laughs> yeah, you got the little you. badge there, and then I you've see, also got the, the green, fuck you. I see the green. Ready for outrageous, bro? Because yeah, you know yeah. we also uh, we didn't um, do outrageous last week because we just completely forgot. <laughs> yeah, we had such a cool chin wag the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it was cool. We were flapping, flapping gums. them gums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get those catchphrases out there. Yeah. Yeah. Flapping gums since 2020. Pushing merch. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, exactly. We need to push merch. Tell, tell us if you want merch. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um, we will do merch, though. We are going to do merch. I really also, for when I'm like sitting doing meetings, I want a Papa G's mug. Papa G's house mug. We should also have a Jared's World shirt. As well. He's got his own logo. I dude. know he's got his own logo. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'll, I'll sort that out. Yeah, bro, every hopefully. single time you're on, we'll chuck your logo there, bro. You're breakfast. Let's go. This is how we do things around here. Oh, shit. <clears throat> I'm still enamored by those those Converse, dude. It's the first time I've seen those. Those yeah. are awesome. Long tongues. Yeah, yeah, I dig them. I mean, I haven't even whipped out my... Um, my Jordans yet? Your Air Force Ones? No, no. No, my Jordan, Jordan, my Jordan ones. ones. I've got oh. black and uh, black and yellow Jordan Ones, and I just never found enough. You wore them once for a bra. I did. And that for, was but just for a to show us. So yeah. I was like, I was happy that you wore. I mean, them. I'm trying to find an occasion where I can like actually wear them because I mean they're pretty. I've been wanting to get like a, a pair of Jordans, but I can't justify the two and a half thousand rand no. for a pair of shoes. Even me. Can't yeah, I can it, for man. Jordan Ones. I mean. I've been looking for a pair, I think since 2019, end of 2019, and I've never, I haven't been able to find one in South Africa, and I've seen so many colorways, and every single time I want one, I go check the website, boom, gone, or they don't have the bigger size, they don't yeah. have size 12, and this time I checked, and they had a size 12, I went to the store, they didn't have at the store, they sent me to another store. And I oh. went driving physically and I was like, I need these shoes. And I got them and I'm so happy and I haven't worn, I've worn them once because they're so, I feel like they're so sacred to yeah. me, dude. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever had that about, with shoes? Like, I mean, I've got those with these ones. Yeah, exactly. These, the, this colorway and the white ones, I wear rarely and I bash the other ones. 
because I want these things to last as long as possible because they they like um, really fitted quite nicely and yeah. they finished really nicely and I don't want to ruin them for sure. I, well, Especially you, the white ones. The white ones are like my you know like before Labor Day shoes. <laughs> Yo, I mean, I just like the fact that. You're wearing them for the show, bro. Like, uh, yeah, let's I, was, go. I was bashing. I was, I was wearing the other ones like, too often. I thought I'd like, give these a go. Yeah, I know. Those are awesome. I've, I mean, I'm wearing shoes but that I haven't fucking, worn in I years. I must tell you the awesome thing. I, these were retail two and a half. And yeah. when I first saw them, and I was like, geez, I, I, I dig those. I'm not like a color sneaker mm. kind of guy, but I dig these. It's like 90s basketball. See, that kind the guy of thing. with the bright green thing. It was like a gift from a bro, but like shoes, awesome. I've never really liked colors on shoes. So I saw these and I was like, oh, these are rad. And I researched them and I was like checking it out, but there was like two and a half. And then I went in, went past the shop again and they were on sale for 750 What? Wow. Jeepers. So I bought, these, I bought these ones for 750 and then I was like, yeah, but they got the white ones as well. So I went the next day and then I bought the white ones. And then they took them off the shelf. And then the other black ones that I normally wear, they were there also for 750 So I went like, okay, that, those ones I'm going to wear a lot. These ones I'm going to save. So yeah. I bought like three pairs for less than one, really. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. I'm no, <laughs> yeah. I'm exactly the same. I buy multiple pairs of a specific shoe that I really enjoy mm. as well. I've got about uh, four, four or five pairs of Vans. Because mm. I've got the original, then I've got the blue, and then I've got the red, and then I've got the p- pure black. Yeah, I, I love, because they are so comfortable. Yeah. I had a pair of Nike high tops. I can't remember the model name, but uh, I, I love them so much that I wish I actually bought another pair to wear once those were fucked. And they, they were totally fucked. Like, so technically, you're like a little bit of a sneakerhead low-key. Very low-key. I'm not like a sneaker collector, but if if there's something that I like, but especially with the style, yeah, I yeah. appreciate a good sneaker. But the main thing is that if it has to be comfortable, because I've got like, um, I have to have a raise in my left shoe. So yes. normally I have to go for high tops. I was waiting tops. for you to get yeah. to this, dude. So I, 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 I normally try and find high tops and cool high tops is difficult to find because high tops are, aren't ever that popular, you know. So when you find a good pair of high tops that feel comfortable with the rays in it, then that's like that's like a unicorn sneaker for me. Not Explain it, because I did hear this, and I thought it was on the pod, so I don't know if you guys have brought this up. We, but no, why? we have. We have yeah, in the you past. Have. So it's because of why that you have to wear... Um, I want to see if I can find the x-ray and explain it at the same mm. time. So like um, when I was young, my... Well, actually, when I was in, in, in my teens in high school, my dad saw me doing a gangster limp. You know, he thought I was doing yeah, a gangster yeah, yeah. limp and he was like cucking me. I was like, why are you walking like that? <laughs> it's like, you know, like, why, why are you walking like a dick? Your dad tried <laughs> to get stereotypes. So I'm like, I'm like, walking like what? This and is then, natural, yeah? And he said that I'm limping. And then we went, like, okay. And then we saw a picture when I was like five. And I was standing next to my brother by a swimming pool and I was, my one hip was already dipping down. So then, and this was when I was like 15. So my dad goes like, okay, that limp is from something. So we took me to a, a specialist and the, they found that I had a thing called Perth's disease. Perth's Perth, disease? Perth, you know, like Perth, Australia. Australia. Yeah, but oh, it's wow. Perth's disease or some people say Perthes disease. Okay. And um, in, in your femur, there's like that ball socket joint right Mm -hmm. the head of the femur what basically is is that it the blood flow into the the head of the femur stops so that so then as you're growing yeah in a way so as 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 you're growing 
everything else in the bone is growing except this bit so it starts shifting like oh, this wow. Wow. and it also has a tendency to shatter because there's no blood flow and that's what happened with me so now it's like i've it, like in my on my good side i've got like a ball and socket which is like round and then the other one is like a square shape with the square head Jeepers. and that little bit that sticks out of your out of your femur is like higher up by three centimeters and that's how they measure the height difference height. so they measured from my ankle bone to that bit on my hip yeah and then while i was on the table they said yeah he's got three centimeters of difference i took a scan uh, x-rays and they said yeah he's got perthes disease wow and wow. uh, I had to stop doing basketball and all types of sports in school. So I, I was flaunting that doctor's note like that. <laughs> Sorry, can't you PE, doctor's orders. Yeah. So yeah, it was from that. So that's how I got the three centimeters difference. Cheapest, interesting. Yeah. But the three centimeters is not is is the, the three raise, centimeters is a lot if you think lot. about it. Eh? The raise that's is huge. not to level up your hips. It's actually to. Uh, stabilize and keep your back your spine yeah straight. yeah that's what it and that and uh for the longest time i didn't do anything mm. about it and only in about 2013 2012 that's when i started getting my shoes raised and then um i was like no i don't want to keep getting my shoes raised because i like the shoes so i would get like nike cortez because yeah, they're yeah. foam soles yeah and then I went, then I was going to go to... Those the, are rad shoes, by the way. The most comfortable yeah, soles. Yeah. So rad. And then when I went to Iceland, I had the hiking boots and I went to the prosthetist lady that I, that I went to. And then I said, can't we just build a raise mm. to put in the shoe? So she made that. And now and I use that in everything. Yeah. It's an orthotic. So you got yeah. an orthotic made. Yeah. So I, so I got it in there. And uh, so that's what, I mean, like I have some low low top shoes that it works, but some are just too low than makes yeah, you put like a slipper. So is it right leg or left leg? My left leg. And does that affect your drumming at all? Uh, no. What it does affect is that because it raises my shoe, my knee sits higher than the other one. So I've actually been take. I've actually been playing um, in my socks recent, like more now. Yeah. And it just means that my hi hats and my left pedal is like just a little, a little bit, bit closer than interesting. What it normally would be. Yeah, but I suppose that, you could you could manage the the deficit with distance. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 Interesting, That's, dude. Actually, that I mean, that mathematically, that works out yeah. perfectly. Yeah, I mean, it, it. I I didn't get any. Um, I'd say disadvantage with any abilities. The only thing is that. If uh, I, I can't run, I can't do any running mm. and anything that's Because that will damage your hip at, yeah. at the same time. I wasn't allowed to do any impact sports. And impact is like basketball is a big one. Because yeah. yeah. you're running and stopping and, and moving yeah. and stuff. Yeah, Because yeah. if you do that too much and if it degrades, you, you can break your hip. I you played basketball before. Oh, in high school, I did. I mean, Yeah, but still you played basketball. Yeah, I didn't play basketball. I, I thought, guys... I mean, listen, we're going to be honest here for a second. I thought... Basketball was a lame sport when I was playing rugby as a young kid. I was like, rugby is everything. Rugby is my life. I'm going to be a professional rugby player. And I'm, that's how I'm going to make my... Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Well, what? not really jock. <laughs> I was a little bit of a misfit jock. I was, a, I was an alternative kid that enjoyed playing sport, mm. basically. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. And um, yeah, dude. Uh, I played and, basketball. And now I'm like basketball i mean all day every day dude basketball like was rad YouTube. basketball in high school was rad but my the sport that i actually really so you enjoyed got a playing, good good jump shot i was getting there but then i had to stop you okay. know like you only start developing your skills when you're in your mid-teens if you play it yeah. every year mm -hmm. and that's when i had to stop but i was getting really good at at uh, hockey 
and hockey was my favorite sport. Yeah, there we go. Play. That's the sport. And I was, uh, I was always played the right wing, so I was doing the most running up and down. Nice. And then when when uh, I got that notes and I had to tell my teacher coach that I couldn't play anymore, he was like super upset because I was in standard eight. He was priming me standard to be standard eight. The, I love how he says yeah. that. Yeah. That just shows your age, bro. Yeah. Grade ten. <laughs> He was priming me to be in the first team already, so I was I was I was a very good uh, midfielder. He put me as <laughs> he put me as a centre forward, and I sucked. And he was like, okay, his strength <laughs> right is wing. running the game and not scoring. So that I was I was a right I was a right wing, and I did a ton of running. Yeah, and I just couldn't do it, and he was like super bummed. And yeah. I was super bummed because I really liked it. So then they made me become a surfing judge. So I went to go to the ASRO no, the no, Association are... of Surf Riding Officials. I got a certification nice. and I was judging surfing at high school. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, do you, do you surf though? Because it's, I mean, you have to be a surfer to be able to judge surfing, surely. It, not really. I mean, like this, I mean, it, obviously it, it helps with your with your judging. But I mean, the thing I is guess with, you could be like the style judge. You can judge by how good it looks. Yeah, but like when we went there, we had to go through exams. Yeah. And um, there are certain moves. <clears throat> there are certain moves that you judge against. Yeah, cutbacks, reentries, all that. All shit. that kind of stuff. And a cutback was, and you, the maximum score is like out of ten. And a cutback, depending on how good it is, the average is about three out of ten points for a cutback. And then like each heat, you add okay. up all the scores from all the tricks that they do. Okay. So like you get to know um, what is considered a difficult move or easy or just like a points harvesting. Like, you but know, you can also see to get points no, and yeah, points and points. But I mean, like, see how you difficult. Can also see, yeah. But also, as yeah. you're saying, like, oh, don't you have to be a surfer? To, but I mean, the UFC judges aren't UFC fighters. No, well, no, they're not UFC fighters, but they have backgrounds. Yeah, no, but certain, that's yeah. the same. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, I know like your rugby judges, like, some of them played professional, but most of them don't. They are yeah. just professional judges. So, like, they've learned the sport and they know how to judge it. So, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's kind of all similar. That's but, a very, very fair point. Yeah. I've only ever, I've only ever given a 10 once when I was a judge. And um, it was my school, which was Musenberg. We were surfing against uh, Camps Bay. And I think we were on Fourth Beach in Clifton. And it was storming. And it was fucking cold. And super windy. So, like, all the judges from both schools are sitting in a row on the beach, like, almost, like, shoulder to shoulder. And we're watching everyone surf. And the one guy, Matthew, I, can't, I think it was Matthew King. I forget his surname. He was already, you already had a South African colors by that weekend. And um, there was just tubes, like, pushing. Yeah. And, like, everyone was trying to get tubes because that's, like, a 10. And then he, he went into a tube and then everyone was like watching and then everyone just stopped breathing. They're like, it's like, he hasn't come out yet. And then he just like blasts out the, the other oh, end of sick. the tube. And all the judges, <laughs> both schools were like, yeah. <laughs> and we're high-fiving each other. And then we all went like 10, right? Yeah. And everyone puts down 10. And then he came on and everyone from both schools just tackled him. It was like, that was amazing. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was really cool. I mean, the, the surfing crowd was so rad. It was really yeah, awesome. I mean, you, I mean, if you look, if you're thinking about Musenberg and Camps Bay, those are the kids that are in Musenberg, in Musenberg and Camps Bay. Yeah. So like, surfing must be huge yeah like, it was you know? a, it was a very big so, sport that's why they said like we were more inland that. schools yeah. <laughs> no, playing me rugby and, me, the only sport i did in high school was surfing Is so, it? yeah and uh yeah we had a surfing team but i mean i suppose 
I suppose the only because there were like always only like eight surfers or six surfers. That's like mm. it was, and there was across the board um, throughout the entire school. Mm. So it wasn't a very big sport, yeah. Yeah. but it was still a sport. I mean, I remember Galen Hossack. He he was the captain of the surf yeah. team, and he was. I mean, he went. To, he took off time at school to go and shout out West Coast Wolves. He gave and shout out LP show. Yeah, uh-huh. He he gave up surfing. He was going to become professional, and he took on music instead. I want it. No, 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 no. I don't know if that's the full story. I mean, I remember we we talked about uh, hearsay evidence yeah. the other day, right? You can't like say something that someone else has told you. You have to hear it from the horse's mouth. It's true. It's did very he true. tell you personally? He did not tell me personally. Oh but well, hearsay evidence, baby. <laughs> I, I've got but, a really Galen can. Yeah, okay, up. sure. Galen, reach out because if I mean, he, but he's a fucking sick musician. No, I mean, no I'll he be is. sure. Um, my brother and let, let me give you a quick story. Um, my brother-in-law and I, Jason, we, I used to work with him in advertising. Uh, he was the head honcho, and I was one of his client service guys, an account manager, and we used to spend months of like once a week, twice a week. Four o'clock in the morning, surf videos, but with six soundtracks. Yeah. And LP show was on the specific um, uh, surf DVD, and it was every single time we used just used to play that DVD on yeah. repeat. And that one specific song from LP show, you know exactly which yeah. one I'm talking about. Um, great band, yeah. and then mm-hmm. now transition to West Coast Wolves. Mm-hmm. But there was a band in between, wasn't there? Not I'm as far as I remember. I remember going LP show, then he. But West Coast Wolves are yeah, no, banging. West Coast Wolves are and epic. They do. Wasn't like, he also in Crossfire Collision? I don't think no. he was there. Eh? No, 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 that's Matt, Maddie James, uh, Devin Martindale, Sean DV. Yeah, there was there was a period of time where Galen just wasn't playing music. Yeah, I think after LP show, I think it he didn't give it up, but like you didn't hear much from him. Yeah, in but terms their of music, music. so rad. No, it dude. was so cool. Also, they've they've just teased something there with the bongos with the blood on it. Uh, it was uh, West Coast Wolves. Yeah, yeah. So they, I think they're bringing out a whole new album. Yeah, which is coming out yeah, soon. So, so that's what they're doing. Yeah. Let's tra- transition quickly. That's a good talking point to what you got. This is how we do things around here. Oh shit! Don't you see an uptick on social media with bands and and all that kind of stuff? Not right me, because I'm not on social. Uh, media. Okay. <laughs> okay well, I'm well, definitely seeing a change okay. in Ma- hey, speed. Listen. But Why I know some get stuff. An Instagram account, just an Insta- It's only pictures. I know some stuff that's happening, but only pictures. Only pictures. <laughs> yeah, you can <laughs> promote the show. You can just promote the show and just be Carl Arthur Carlos Pereira. Carlos Diego Pereira. D- yeah, Diego Pereira the third. <laughs> Doesn't even remember your name. Well, yes. it's a long ass name, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and um, that, that can be your pseudonym. Yeah, I, I chatted to Migs, and they West Coast Wolves is releasing something. There's obviously a live at midnight's video yeah. that should be coming pretty soon. Uh, with Dawn, are going to be recording some stuff. What else? There was something else that I heard about as well. Uh, shit, I can't remember. Okay, well, Springbok New Girls has just recently yes. released an album. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't even yeah. know that. Didn't you? Oh, well, yeah. no. So we need to check that out. Yeah. Marine has just released an album. We need to check that out. Um, I can say Matthew Mole's releasing a new song on the 12th. Matthew Mole Yeah, on the which 12th. is a banger as well. Yeah, we need to have... There's got to be a local segment where we've got to check out all the music we can and, and 
this do one. that. Jeremy Loops is going to be playing at uh, Cafe Root pretty soon. I think, yeah, I did see that. Um, but I mean, it's been so great actually seeing shows picking up slowly. I know Cape Town, we don't really have venues. So it's all these Cafe Roos or yeah. wine farms and stuff. But I mean, still, there are shows happening, which is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it's it's rad. And, yeah. and I've heard... I mean, we spoke about it last week, the Daisy Jones bar. Yeah. Definitely want to go check that out yep. um, just to go watch again. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, and maybe we can do some weird road shit and record some videos for the channel. Yeah. Totes. Don't loads. you think it'll be fun? We do yeah, like fun. videos on the road and stuff. Add something different. I mean, I'd the watch. numbered podcast can still remain the same. It'll be yeah. sick. Subscribe <laughs> to Baba Jesus. Mm-hmm. Click the notification bell at Baba Jesus underscore. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, yeah, so... What's that? Well, yeah. Now I was just bringing in the subscribe thing. Uh, oh, yeah, I was also <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, so what you got for this this week, remember we, we, we reviewed the Jake Bacon yeah. um, video. Yeah. So I decided to go listen to the album. So did I. And we gave it a second spin just before this podcast started. Okay. Um, I only gave it one. Interesting. Very, interesting. very interesting. Heavy couple songs. They don't know what you're talking about. Though. Oh, Limbiscuit Still Sucks. Yes. The new album by Limbiscuit that was released on Halloween, 31st of October. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, I'm just assuming you guys watch every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fair to assume. It's fair to assume, right? Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on your second, on your second spin? Listen, Limbiscuit is a very large reason as to what I am today. Okay. Because when I was a young, impressionable boy in high school that had just gone into standard nine or eight or grade eight. Yeah, I see. Gives me shit. The yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But not, I'm the same. You've, you've got it in my head. Grade. <laughs> fucking what, what is, When you get to high school is grade eight. So grade nine. Standard t- seven. Just add two to yes. whatever standard. Shut <laughs> um, But yeah, it's so, like, and Fred Durst had me wrapped around yep. his little finger for years. I just thought he, I worshipped the ground he walked on. I, it took me three years to find a new era ball cap, New York, red mm. with the bass, the whole bang shoot. It's, I knew every word to every song. I knew everything about Limbiscuit. It's, and I always wanted to fulfill a lifelong dream to either be in a band or front a band, or I still haven't fulfilled that yet because I still want to front a band. Mm-hmm. But yo, that 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 was my inspiration mm. as a kid. Yeah, and now listening to this, I still dig it because I still I still have that nostalgic feeling. Okay. I still get those nostalgic sounds from them. Listen, it's a riff, like you say, a riff salad mm. last week. Um, there's some tasty riffs in there, mm. some very cool MCing, mm. and the production is pretty decent. It just it just kind of tapers off a little too soon for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was, yeah. A, there was a bit of a dip in the middle, and it's the same no, thing it, that I told you. And the you. dip doesn't really end. There's a couple of harsh bits. Yeah. But then, but yeah, it, just is, it gets really soft after like the third or fourth track. Yeah, it's like what I told you with the Significant Other, with those tracks in the middle that had like the guest yeah, vocals yeah. on. It just like drops out. You can skip. Yeah. But it felt like there was a lot of them there. Yeah. And then there was that one track where he was basically just ripping into himself. 
love hate or love the hate. Yeah, where yeah. it's like, oh, this Limp Bizkit sucks. Yeah, but I kind of, with the that, other guy, he was dueling with the That would have been rad if that was like 30 or 40 seconds, not like four minutes. The whole album's like 31 minutes. Yeah, but that little track where he was basically yeah, yeah, just yeah. ripping into themselves. Himself, if it was like a short kind of thing, then it would be a rad bit, but it felt like it went on too but long. But that's so Limp Bizkit though. Yeah. That's exactly it. They make things go on too long. No, that's not what I was saying. Okay, that's um, what I'm, I'm saying. saying that they they are self-deprecating people. Yeah, like, they, yeah. they have to be now because that's that's. No, they always have been. Yeah, but now more so. Eh, I think they're sticking because to like usual they've, they've been going for like for the last I don't know how many years they've just been ripped into by everyone saying that they absolutely suck and they're worthless. <laughs> <nature."> <laughs> and now they're playing it up, which they are using it as like, oh, they are. They are being meta about themselves. That's cool. They figured out a way. To, that's how it comes across to me. But it's not like a bad thing. It's yeah. like it's nice for people to be able to so take the piss think, on themselves. So do you think does that turn you off as a listener? No, that doesn't turn me off as a listener. I'll tell you what it does. Okay. What does turn me off? Programmed drums. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah, you can hear it. Fucked yeah. up. And I, I was like, I would love to hear John Otto because he was out of the band for a while, and I was like, he's still promoting the. Oh, yeah. but he has to. He's in the band. I mean, and but that's that's the other but thing that struck me. It's like how many drummers are actually so comfortable with the fact, fact that, that they're. It's I mean, programmed. Like, yeah, but that's the thing I was th- thinking Where's to myself. Where's your evidence, dude? You can fucking hear it. <laughs> you can you can so hear it. Okay, it's like how many drummers actually are so so comfortable that they are able to be like, yeah, cool. I want to put my name on something that I haven't played on. Which is weird for a band that size yeah, to and, not record and a live. Band. A lot of the energy in the recordings of the previous one, especially Chocolate Starfish, Dude, yeah. was Whoa. that it no, was live. You, no, you could hear it. Significant yeah. other was yeah. just raw. As you can, can you can hear it. Like everything bleeds into each other. Yeah. You can hear the energy. Like you can, you can, it, you can't replicate. I mean, I'm sure you, you'd be able to replicate that if you just took the gate off every single sample that comes through. And it's like if there's a if you hit the kick drum, it's going to make the snare buzz, but it's not the same. Yeah. It's like when you're playing drums, you're feeling it, and then you either hold back and it gives everything a different sound. And if you go, if you lay into it, it gives it a different sound. With samples, they're not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're hitting a cymbal, if you're hitting it too hard, you'll choke it, and you can't get that with samples. So yeah. when you hear the drums, you go like, that's fucking sample because it sounds for lack of a better word, linear in so, its So you execution. don't feel like there's not, a, the, do you not feel like there's n- enough com- compromise? Mm-mm. Well, I mean, also I go Between with him. Between the two. I mean, no, that dude, the, the average listener, but remember you're a drummer. You've yeah, but also that's, for a long time. but that's also a bit the big thing about it. I mean, the average listener. So is John Otto though, dude. Who, who cares about the average listener? You, you want, you want, People, you want to have whatever you push out to be proud of. I was mm-hmm. having this conversation earlier with Carolyn about freelance work. Shout and out, like, Carolyn. Hey, Carolyn. It's about it's like freelance work that people would be like, oh, just put it in and it's fine. And you go like, no, but my name is going on this thing. I yeah. don't want it to just be fine. I want it yeah. to be fine. Yeah. I want it to be good. Or at least something worth, is it portfolio worthy? Is it a sign that she's got by a desk? So if you are a drummer, especially John Otto, which yeah. has got such a great style yeah. and sound, nice. and then you release yeah. a rec- like a new record with him on it, and it's programmed, I mean, it's like you could tell that they were trying to emulate his specific sound. Yeah, but, that's, by but they didn't even. Yeah, get see, that. but that's no, what I'm saying. Like he is such a unique drummer. I mean, yeah, he's a unique drummer. Where 
you will not. There is no samples that plays like him. Yeah, most so it is going to lose it because he is so unique, and you would hear straight away if it's yeah. him or not. I mean, like the the modern the modern stuff. It's gotten to the point where, like, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to I don't want to say it as a general because it's never a general. Mm. There's always you know. Yeah, yeah. But 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 like, if you hear a new band and the drums are programmed that already sets like a precedent. It's like the drums are going to be super tight and then that's how you know it. And then you watch them play and you go like, okay, the drum is good because he played like the recording. Mm. Or you go like, eh, they weren't so tight, you know. You want to hear like the guy in the recording because it adds a little bit of energy to it. And I always refer to this one album from this band called A. Fuck. <laughs> Why do you, I mean, you know the weirdest name yeah. bands. Yeah. Eh? Now, there's a band called A and they had a rec- a uh, record called called Hi-Fi Serious, something like that, and um, but they changed they made their name A so it'd be first on the CD shelves. It just means that it's impossible to search for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try it. But that but that is the drummer on there. I mean, they're just like a rock band, but the drummer adds so much energy and you can hear it because of the room and there's a guy yeah. actually playing it. Like if he's laying into something, the cymbals are being hit that little bit harder and you yeah, hear it yeah, yeah. if they program it it would just sound like everything else and it's yeah. it's got like no edge it, you like program that's the thing i don't like about program drums it's too clinical and clear yeah, yeah and it it just it just makes for like what can we do and then you just add in everything yeah. it's like all these crazy drum patterns because you want the guitar parts to come out but like if you're just taking the drummer out of it you're losing a bit of soul and most yeah. general audiences won't notice but people that do know will be like, I kind of wish the drummer was playing because I wanted sure. to hear him play. But I mean, the, look, I'm, I'm, we're having a friendly yeah. banter here. But on the, on the flip side, if the, the drums, for instance, are kind of simple, mm. you know, if they're just straightforward drums, you know, Limp Bizkit, they're, they're not playing extremely intricate drum beats and fills and stuff like that. Uh, is is there not a benefit of a compromise there? No, I no. don't. I don't see any benefits to program drums. I don't see. I would. I would go for like your pop stuff, like let's just say Justin yeah. Bieber, where it's background. It's just supposed to be a part of the music. Yes, it's great because it's and electronic because, yeah. based, and that's what you expect to hear. Because where like, you got someone like John Otto, who is unique, and what he's playing is not technical, but it's still his feel and. It is actually still quite technical. Yeah. And he's got that feel that we all know from his, their earlier albums that... John Otto! Yeah, yeah and you, you take that away like, and you can hear in this album it did not have that feel of him yeah, it, at it, all. It sounded like it was... It sounded like another band with a programmed drum kit. That's sure. what it sounded like. And that it's that was a, that's what bummed me out the most. I mean, with most modern bands with programmed drums, I'm like, I've heard it a million times. I'm not really that interested. But when they were coming out with the new thing, it's like Limp Bizkit is back pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, cool, I want to I hear John Otto again, see mm, what he's doing yeah. now. And it's this program that I felt gypped. Well, yeah, look, I understand your fury behind yeah. it. I completely understand that. But it's also like, for me, recording live drums is A, very difficult, mm. very intricate. You need a specialist in order to do it. But they've done it before. And they've no, got no, the money they, to do they, it. They being who? Um, say you're in Cape Town. We're in the midst of a pandemic. 
we yeah, uh, okay, but most a lot of places have closed down. But now what, we're speaking about two different things, though. No, we're speaking no, about Limbiscuit to Cape Town. Yeah, it's no, like no, no, sure, budget sure. Versus no but budget. but at the same time, they've got to look after a budget as well. They probably cut their budget by Dude. a lot. Dude, no, no, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Dude, Mr. Bungle released the rec, uh, CD. But wait, I want to first okay, hear go, your answer go, to go, that go. question. Go go go. Is is <laughs> they save a lot of money by taking the drum recordings out of it? Do you know what I'm saying? It's I know it's inconvenient it sounds cuck for the drummer mm. but sometimes they need to make business decisions and i think a lot of the budget budget goes to recording the drums yeah i know but and i don't i don't i'm not supporting mm. it yeah and no, i'm get, just yeah, saying get, from I, a business perspective i totally understand because the the metal these days have set like a level and it's getting to the point where no human can play like that yeah. And that's what people have grown accustomed to. So yeah. it's like, oh, we got to have the program drums because that's what the sound yeah. is now. Yeah. But then again, you look at Mr. Bungle that released the CD and Dave Lombardo is in it and they tracked live drums and it sounds fucking huge and it sounds awesome purely because the dude is playing and you can hear it's him and it's heavy as fuck and it's real drums. So it's not like... Uh, you know budget and all that stuff it's like they made a plan and it still sounds like him yeah. and it's still got the energy what's your excuse did you have like ten dollars to make this record when when that's did a, i mean that's that's tough i mean i suppose yeah but that's i mean for a if you, i mean like i know you're speaking to dave the level Le of musician when did though. dave lombardo join uh, mr bungle uh well it was da it's dave lombardo mike Patton. um uh, it's it's a uh, um Oh, fuck the Anthrax guy, man. Why well, can't I remember his name? Scott now. Ian. Scott Ian. Oh, yeah. And Trace Bruins and, and Trevor Dunn from... Uh, oh, I never knew that Dave Lombardo was even a part of it. Yeah, he, oh, he so was cool. brought in there because what they did was they re-recorded all their demos yeah. from before uh, Mr. Bungle's yeah. first release. So it, it was all their thrashy shit. So And because Mike Patton played in Phantomus with Dave Lombardo, yeah. they got him in there. And it, you must hear it, dude. It sounds so awesome Jeez, i had no and, idea and just because it's dave lombardo can you imagine how shit yeah. it would be if his drums were programmed It'd he would like, never i don't why think he would dave ever do it. it doesn't sound like him at all no he would never do it <laughs> he would never he do would it. never do it so it's like and john otto i mean john Otto is not on the level of dave lombardo mm. but he's got his own style mm. as you say yeah so why did he allow it yeah i mean they they, we they, not might, have so we a, don't know. they might have made a plan <laughs> i mean like you got like just practice for four months and record all the drums in two days. Yeah, but as you said, didn't you said that maybe he has a, a sickness or a disease. Or Who's something? this? John didn't Otto. you say John Otto? Sorry? Yeah, I think he's been on some sort of sick leave or something so that like that. I could don't be know. why. I don't know. It, it, it could actually be the right. reason. That could be. I mean, that could be why. But we could labor labor the subject for a very very long yeah, time. Yeah, we could. <laughs> I mean, you, you you know where I stand. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like, I would love but to hear the people play. It's so. a nice debate to have, though. That's why we're having it. Yeah, mm. and often often before and when I was in the chat, bro, when I would say exactly. that, it sounded like I'm being like super hardcore. But all I'm doing is I'm just standing. You're just up being for the, you. Yeah. I'm and, standing and up for the musicians. Yeah. I'm like, I want to hear you play. The man that used to be in the chat, the man <laughs> who's now on the decks, the man who is now. I mean, can you imagine the intro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's why I love having these debates because also um, hit us up in the comments if yeah, if, what do you if you what do you what do you think? Why is because that camera off? We're pretty neutral. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's Let's time take to take a, a little bit of a break. This is how we 
do things around here. Oh shit. I don't know what happened there, but uh, what I was basically what I said earlier was like Mr. Bungle released the CD and David Bardo was in it and they retract all the drums and why couldn't John Otto do that? And then you said something about maybe John Otto was sick. Don't know, maybe that's why they didn't have real drums and then i said we can labor the subject forever it's a great conversation always to have for people interested in making music people looking to make music all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so it's always a good conversation to have i believe yeah and we we will always have it because you're a drummer i'm a guitarist you're an engineer and a guitarist so you know at the end of the day we'll always have these debates and i and i dig them because i still at the end of the day sometimes and like, I like the compromise. The compromise sometimes is that it's quicker, it's easier. Mm-hmm. But okay, at the end of the day, if you're South African, 100% agree, and I totally understand why. International at a level of Flint Biscuit, it's not worth it. There we go, okay. Cool. Papa, I've never, I've for the been, six crap. I've never been against it, but if you've got the no, budget, sure. do it. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I don't know why I said high five for the six crap. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is and edit was not an intended to timestamp that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, listen, we we are fighting time right here. Yeah, cool. um, as you know, fuck Escom. Yes, fuck Escom. Um, so place. yeah, those guys suck big time. I mean, th- wasn't there a new CEO like two fucking minutes ago, and now all of a sudden? Yay! Oh, oh, there it is. Uh, are you kidding me? And they were actually on time. Can you believe yeah. it? Welcome to South Africa. ESCOM had other ideas for us tonight, but I hope you guys enjoyed the show that we were able to get out tonight. We're not going to scrap the shit because we love it. We want to put it out for you guys. We'll see you next time on a full episode of Papa G's House. We're going to sit in the dark, drink some beers and have a good time. But in the meantime, hit subscribe and hit that notification bell and comment, like the video, hit us up, tell, tell us what you think. It's good to be back. We'll see you next week.